0: Thanks for listening to Rio Blanco County News. This is episode 81 featuring news highlights from the March 3rd, 2022 print edition of the Rio Blanco Herald-Times. Congratulations! You are officially one whole week closer to sweet spring grass tickling your toes. Or, if that sounds like a sensory nightmare, one week closer to the fresh spring breeze ruffling your hair? Unless you hate wind because it dries out your eyes. Then, how about one week closer to the warm spring sun on your skin? Unless you're like us, which means an impressive sunburn in 0.3 seconds. Let's take our itchy toes, dry eyes, sunburned cheeks, and mental image of melty snails, as a cliche but still true reminder to be thankful. Wherever you are right now, it could be worse. Sometimes the grass isn't greener, the wind isn't warmer, and the sun isn't any shinier. But hey, 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 it's always nice and salty here in Rio Blanco County. Okay, let's go to this week's news, starting with quick hits. Meeker High School Drama will be putting on three shows of The Adams Family. That's next weekend, March 10th through 12th. The town of rangeley will be accepting letters of interest to fill three open board seats details are in the public notice page on page 12. look under election notices find a puzzle pick it up one of our old newspaper racks was recycled into a super cute puzzle loan box by the folks at saint james episcopal church and it's probably the best this newspaper rack has looked in at least 50 years there's a new undersheriff in town or there will be next week Travis Mobley will take over for former Undersheriff Jeremy Muxlow on March 11th. Local author Lou Dean has a new book available, and it features one of our favorite things, dogs. The recall election for Commissioner Gary Moyer is set for May 10th. And now on to features, first in Rangeley. Giovanni's owners John and Sandy Payne are passing along the tour torch. We're happy to hear they'll continue to be some of Rangely's friendliest faces and wish them a very wonderful retirement. Congratulations also to new owner slash former employee Samantha Herrera. And for Meeker, call up that slightly twitchy feeling from the whole melty snails and itchy toes things we started with, and then multiply that feeling by a lot to get just a taste of Meeker High School alumnus Calvin T. Shepard's latest film, Safe House 1618. The film defies categorization, but really manages to get under your skin, according to Shepard. Evidently, it has done just that for a variety of cinephiles, netting national and international awards. This week in numbers. First, Snowblind is a new brew available at Smoking River Brewing Company, unless it's gone by the time you hear this, and is the brewery's first ever collab with Ball Brewing of Glenwood Springs. It features Smoking River Hops and other Colorado ingredients. 35 plus. Awards, Safe House 1618, has won. 2. Public meetings commissioners will hold for input on allocating state and local fiscal recovery funds. Nonprofits, small businesses, and impacted industries can take the recovery funds questionnaire now seven, the number of opinion columns this week. You can read them all on pages four through six, or head to the opinion section of the website where all the columns and letters are published each week. And for a special segment this week, How Stuff Works Journalism Edition. To cap things off, let's talk a little bit about newspaper anatomy, shall we? There are four main sections in the paper, Today, let's take a look at the first section, and maybe, probably, Spider-Man's favorite. News. The news section is where original news reporting lives. That includes feature pieces on local businesses and people, event coverage, photos, obituaries, and government transparency reporting, that is, attending meetings and then writing up reports, among other things. The news section is also home to press releases. You can tell if something is a press release because it'll usually say press release in the byline the line located at the tippy top of every article, listing the author. Occasionally, we also include collaborative investigative pieces in the news section. However, we don't do a ton of straight investigative journalism work for two primary reasons. One, for the most part, people behave themselves here, which we are very, very grateful for because investigative journalism is extremely time-consuming. This is why we usually collaborate with other reporters when something does come up. Investigative journalism requires actual evidence in the form of documentation, sources, and public records. These are usually missing ingredients in the things you hear about on, say, a social media message board. That said, if you do have verifiable evidence of wrongdoing, we'd love to hear it, or read it, or whatever, look at it, bring it to us. The reporter's shield law allows us to guarantee anonymity of sources. Again, the keyword there is verifiable. In larger publications, news often has smaller sections like local, business, lifestyle, world, politics, and others. We don't have enough news for that here, so we run everything wherever we can make it fit. News notes are short news items of local happenings, and they're usually listed on page 3. Corrections are included in this section when we make mistakes in our reporting. Pop quiz! Is there a correction in this week's paper? 50 points to whatever your Hogwarts house is if you find it next week in how stuff works journalism edition we will look at everybody's very favorite as long as it's their own opinion that's all for this week's news highlights thanks for tuning in you can find all of the stories covered here in the print edition of the newspaper or at our website hd1885.com and for even more content while you're at our website which i know you're going to be going to right now sign up for our newsletter do it. Okay. Thanks. Bye.